Greetings and welcome to In the Cards with Pixie Day Reader. I'm your host, Iming Piancai. Welcome to the first official episode. Um, I'm really excited to move forward with this podcast and I'm excited to explore some topics that folks may be aware of, not be aware of. Basically, whoever does tarot, knows about tarot, things you might that might help you in your own personal journey. The topic I want to cover today is my first tarot deck or your first tarot deck, or if you haven't bought one yet and you're thinking about one and maybe you're caught up in things you heard that you're not sure about, or if you're kind of trying to find one that resonates with you. I got my first tarot deck a little over a year ago on Etsy, and I wasn't really looking for a tarot deck. It wasn't something I was seeking out, but I saw it and I just knew I had to have it. I didn't really care. I just knew that that was my deck and I wanted it. I purchased it and it arrived. I don't know how long it took because it took a while because it was out of the out of the country. But when I when I got it, I hit it off with it right away. I loved it. I loved the imagery. I loved the creator's choice of characters for each card. And really for me personally, um, it helped that because I knew these characters already represented in the cards, it was easier for me to learn the meanings of them. So this so this is my segue into kind of an overall how to acquire your first deck. There is, I, I hear a lot in different forms for tarot and the same question comes up over and over again. The question being, am I supposed to receive a tarot deck as a gift versus getting your own. And for some reason, there's some stigma or some someone told something a long time ago that implied that you would have to receive a deck as a gift for it to work with you. And I don't know who thought this was logical to tell the world, but let's be realistic with this. If you see something you like, you get it. You don't wait and hope that someone might get it for you, right? That's not how the human brain instincts work unless it's christmas and you have a list or a birthday wish or things like that no it doesn't matter if you buy your own deck or someone gets it for you either way you should be able to go to a store online or whatever and buy a deck that resonates with you there is no rules about this. There is no rules that you cannot buy your own deck because that would be ridiculous. Like if I had to wait, if I had to like somehow coax my friend to buy me a deck, that's ridiculous. Like why? Why would I do that to myself or my friend for that matter? It's a ridiculous fairy tale of sorts that isn't true. I wish people would, I wish that rumor or thought would disappear because it creates this, it like it creates this gatekeeper situation with tarot cards. Like, I can't get my own. I have to wait or I have to do something. You know, I have, you have to, you're basically waiting in the wings for something to happen that probably won't happen. And that just makes it seem like you're not allowed to enter this universe or this community because you have to wait for someone to get it for you. Like, no, that's ridiculous. That's so ridiculous. If you're a reader or you want to be a reader, it's always really helpful. I think when, again, you resonate with the cards, these images appeal to you. One thing that I've learned a lot recently is that even if you buy books, which are helpful, like I have a tarot book, my first tarot book called The Tarot Companion by Liz Dean. Um, I use that for most of my readings 
when I get stuck on trying to interpret a card. But um, even so, most cards, for the for the most part, have a lot of imagery correction. Most cards have hella imagery. So if you're relying on a tarot book to explain to the to explain you the cards at some point when you're more comfortable with the actual meanings of the cards i would really just look at and sit with these images because there will be images in these cards that resonate with you that speak to you that maybe there's a certain thing that's happening in the card that makes you think that it is saying a specific message. For example, okay, I'm holding uh, the card from the Dark Wood Tarot and it's the Four of Pentacles. And it's basically a, I wanna say a root or a tree. And it's and it has four and it's holding a pentacle. It's holding a pentacle in its in its arms, and there are two pentacles at its feet and one overhead. And just by looking at this image, I'm seeing like that the the root is holding the pentacle. So it makes me think like you someone is holding on to something or they have something. And because it's a pentacle, it makes me think like it's money. It's something that is worth something. And because there's roots in this, it makes me think that. This is a venture of some sort, something that has been worked on, and this work has brought forth a lot of abundance. So even if you are using a tarot book, I would highly, highly recommend studying the images in your favorite deck. Like if you have one deck that is just your favorite, but you haven't necessarily gone through the images and looked at them and sat with them and analyzed them, I would highly recommend doing that because it will bring up your tarot reading game substantially. Again, you don't need to, to turn your back on your tarot companion books. Like those are also helpful. I know I use them, like I said, I use them quite frequently, but I would highly, highly recommend sitting with those images, looking at them, looking at if you have multiple cards and if you're using the books as a foundation for your readings, incorporate what you feel the cards are saying. You don't have to base everything off of the books, obviously, because that, you know, there's it, it can go deeper. Remember, it's it's your reading. You're giving a reading. So it's whatever you feel the cards are trying to convey. I'll be back after this quick break. Okay, I'm back. So I want to go back to what I was saying about your first tarot deck. There are so many tarot decks out there. So many. And you can find them on Amazon. You can find them on Etsy. There are so many independent card creators or deck creators. It's ridiculous. You just have to do some digging. If you just go on Instagram and you just look up some kind of tarot handle, tarot cards, hashtag tarot, hashtag tarot cards, hashtag tarot deck creators, you'll find a litany of decks. And personally, some of the most beautiful decks I found are ones that are not mass produced. My first deck was not mass produced. It was done by independent creator. And I was very, very lucky that that was my first experience. Some people, not me, but some people believe that if you're new to tarot, you should start with the original deck images that was created. The Rider Waite tarot deck, those are the cornerstone, I guess you could say, of tarot cards. And if you are just wanting to start from the 
the the foundation of that that's great um but you don't have to limit yourself to that you can there are so many other decks that are based on the rider weight deck that are very similar but it's really it's really up to you as the reader if you would prefer to start from there or you can go off on your own and find different decks from creators who took a different totally different approach to the take on the tarot cards so again don't limit yourself just because you feel like you need to fit into a tarot reader box like checking all the boxes of like i've i did this i did this like there's no order there is no like one path there is no one this is how you do it it's it's a free-for-all um there's no gatekeepers here personally the the great thing about this community i think is that for the most part, we're all very helpful to each other. We all want to see each other thrive and learn and grow um, while studying tarot. So I feel like there's definitely a lot of resources within the community itself, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, and beyond. Again, it's it's not limited to, to those platforms, but they're they're out there if one if you seek it. So in review for today's little little musings on my part, find a deck that speaks to you. Find a deck where the images mean something and that it connects with you and you feel something when you use them. Find a book that is helpful if you are trying to learn the meanings of the cards, but also use your own takes on them as well. Incorporate the meanings and your takes to give your readings more depth. Not only for yourself, but if you're doing readings for people, it's very helpful and I feel like they appreciate it when you kind of take the images and the meanings and build a story around it. And I feel that is that can provide a very insightful, helpful reading for people who are seeking answers to things. And just and just again, like there there are so many different kinds of deck creators out there. Do your research because there's definitely one out there that will resonate with you. I guarantee that. I have found so many that resonate with me and some that don't. And you can get your own deck again. Don't need to wait on someone to gift it to you. That's not a thing. And if someone's telling you that, then they're not right. <laughs> they're, I don't know, they're incorrectly informed and that's like ridiculous gatekeeping at its finest. So find your deck that you love. If you, if you love it, get it and learn it because it will be a great experience not only for you, but for people. If you want to read for people, it will deepen those readings substantially. Thanks for listening to this episode of In the Cards with Pixie Day Reader. I'm Pianzai and I'll see you guys next time.